Uh, on a sunny evening in beautiful downtown Sheffield. Good evening, everybody. You Good can, evening. Sorry, I don't like to speak on behalf of other people. Uh, yeah, no. uh, Hello. This is Mr. Gavin Betts. Good evening. Good evening. To you. Back off the Larry Bird DL. How's the back? It's, it's getting all right. It's getting better. It's back getting brace better. off. Back brace off. A Ready bit for the finals. A little bit sore. <laughs> can wheel Jamie in like Paul Pierce? Uh, yes, he will. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get his in a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> a busy week since we were last here. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell, a lot can happen Oof. in... Uh, in seven days. A busy, um, busy, busy week. And the uh, National Basketball Association. Yeah, we kind of said we're shaping up to be possibly the best second round ever. And uh, it kind of li- lived up to expectations. Yeah. The two game sevens were... Three game sevens. Three game sevens, that's true, yeah. Uh, no, two. Two. Sorry, it was two, Yeah, Warriors ended in six. Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, um, it was nearly three game sevens. Nearly which three. would have been only the third time in about 25 years, but... Um, yeah, I had a sneaky suspicion the Warriors were going to kind of shock a few people in that game six. So we'll come on to that in a minute. But um, yeah, going back to sort of this time last week, the books had just uh, finally ended the uh, this dysfunctional uh, Celtic season uh, for good. Um, after uh, the aforementioned Mr. Pierce had made a bold prediction um, <laughs> <laughs> after the Celtics had won game one that it was over, oh. uh, despite his uh, sort of ESPN colleagues sort of begging him to sort of backtrack he was uh, he was quite adamant um he's not the no i mean I, he's no nostradamus when it no, comes to basketball predictions uh, um, well luckily we've not had the pleasure or i haven't of the sort of espn sort of coverage since sort of sky took over this year you don't really get the the espn sort of studio stuff we used to get on bt sport mm. but um yeah we railroaded him at times last year for <laughs> some of the stuff that came out of his mouth bless him and uh yeah, he's not covered himself in glory again. There, it's, uh, yeah, it's, well, they he's, love him. He's, he's clickbait. He's pure clickbait. He is, you look at yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. ESPN's YouTube channel is like <laughs> like five minutes clips of like like. Oh, yep, here we go. Paul just, Pierce saying dumb shit. Yeah, just, just put a dumb question up on the auto prompt and just just sit back and relax. Let him go. Bless him. Yeah, the carry fallout's been coming from every orifice of. Did you see of, Terry uh, Rozier? I did, yes. Did you uh, see Terry? That's the greatest like burn on a team I've ever seen. Lack of self awareness award there, there for Mister Rosier. Um, really, like <laughs> Mister Bang Average. Like, did they get him pissed or something before wheeling him out on that show? Know, but, like, surely, if give you're him gonna, a pill. If you're going <laughs> on all these shows talking smack about your season, you might have wanted to play well, or you know, not been a sort well. Of, you know, he sacrificed his talent. Of course, he did. Yeah, if there's a. Award for lack of self awareness at those ESPN sort of NBA awards in the season. There, old tell Tezzer's right up there, I reckon. Rule number one: when it comes to negotiating like a, a, a contract with a new employer, don't badmouth your old employer. No matter yeah. how shit they were, just don't. <laughs> it's not a good look. Like no matter what job you've got, if you know what I mean, just don't 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 badmouth them. It doesn't look good for you. Yeah, they kind of threw the towel in the end, didn't they? And one in five. Yeah, the carry fallout. How, how good Sorry. a coach is Brad Stevens if the Celtics are going to all throw in the towel a couple of times over a season? Oh, are we still like? I don't know. It just maybe it was just that. How good a coach can you be if that poisonous? Chris Webber. I mean, never, never my favorite sort of color commentator by any means. But he actually made a good point for once on the sort of TNT broadcast. He was like, the Celtics players don't trust each other and that just becomes not fun after a while it's like Mm. you can only sort of go along that for so you know for so long and uh, it's true isn't it to an extent if you in such a you know small sort of team game if you don't trust each other it's it's over isn't it you've no chance well it's just boring if you're not going to run the floor if you're not going to get a pass no you're just going to stomp and, yeah. and they play so many games in the regular season that that just exacerbates those sort of issues. Yeah, carry six for twenty-one, and the sort of final game had a poor series, and um, they poor really season. hate him, don't they? Well, statistically, no, but well, from I, a team point of view, yeah. yeah, he's obviously been a problem. I mean, he's kind of been brewing there all year, and you kind of didn't know how much to make of it, and it's um, it's obviously had an effect, hasn't it? Well, as much as people want to. It's not, it's not baseball. There's more variables, and chemistry no. is something there. Ba- there base- are no statistical variables for. Yeah, base- baseball is very much a match at one-on-one sport as well, yeah. isn't it? Well, it's more like cricket. Yeah. You're in fixed positions; those positions don't change. 
you've got like a, 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 a like a database of like ten thousand innings to look at to see how someone behaves yeah. against us. Like, and, and those sort of things don't really matter, as you say. It's more of a one-on-one thing. You're not dependent necessarily on all the outfield players working together harmoniously to get an mm-hmm. out. If you know, I mean, that just doesn't. And every time up and down the floor, you've all got to be a cohesive unit. Yeah. Even Al Horford went batshit in that sort of game where sort of getting in all the record, which you very rarely see him do. I don't know whether it was just trying to get his team going or what. I mean, it was probably too little, too late, but um, something's not been right there all year, has it? No, no. So so who do we blame for this? Who? So who is, who is, is it Danny Ainge who's the bad GM? Is it Brad Stevens who's the bad coach? But somebody... I don't think necessarily have to pin the blame on anyone. It's well, just... Well, I think we do, because last year they looked like they were all cock-a-hoop and having fun. So who has introduced this this bad element into the chemistry? But don't forget, Carrie Irving was there for a large majority of the regular season last year, and they didn't have these issues, do you know Mm. what I mean? It's only sort of come after they've had that sort of deep playoff run with these guys who had bigger roles and now, you know, sort of led to, you know, reduced Mm. roles this season. So I don't know, it's hindsight's great you know what I mean it's like did Danny Angel Brad Stevens see this coming I don't know well, it's, uh, I don't think they did or they wouldn't have done it but Carrie Irving could be all over the map you know what I mean it's, um, well, well, one point though you're someone's responsible for reining that in it doesn't matter how good you are you can't just go off doing off, yeah. off the reservation and doing what you want but Leopards really change their spots do they that's the thing I no so that's what I mean so is, is it is it a foolhardy move for a GM to, to bring in somebody like that and think hey. can you see him being back there next year Carry, yeah? No. Mm, I don't booed know. Booed off. <laughs> booed off at the garden. You, what the fuck? You don't want to go back there. It's the strangest carry on. It you really don't want is. to do them no favours. <laughs> you don't want to go back there, does he? So I, I can't see that at all. He's going to New York, isn't he? Or Brooklyn. One of those two. But he doesn't want to be there. I don't see where he fits in Brooklyn with Carry Slaver, Spencer Dinwiddie and the... You know, possibly. Uh, Nobody gives Daniel a shit. Russell. I don't know. Nobody gives a shit. Where does he? Where's he ever going to fit in anywhere? If if you know what I mean, one man show in a in a, in a team game. Like it's 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 limited. <laughs> we've we've covered this. Uh, yeah. yeah, at length. Um, but I, I think I think the difference was he bit off more than he could chew, and the Celtics are like a legacy franchise. You can't just rock yeah, up there yeah, and do yeah. your um, thing. I can't remember. You're not, you're not their best ever player or second best ever player or anything like. I can't remember if someone's mentioned this in a podcast. It's like, you, you're not going to get away with that in Boston with Tommy Hineson floating around and yeah. Danny Ainge, you know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. like, we don't do that here, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's Like, it's it's never going to be... history here. Yeah, it's yeah. never going to be about Kyrie Irving. It's always going to be about the Celtics first. No. Um, on to Friday night was game six, Warriors-Rockets. Um... They really blew it in Game Five, didn't they? Uh, Houston, really, um, when KD went down. Yeah, yeah, he kind of there was a sort of blood in the water. If they could sort of just hang in there in the first half, uh, which they did, despite a uh, Curry going uh, for yeah. a donut. Uh, Clay Thompson sort of kept him in there, didn't he? And some monster offensive glasswork from Kevon Looney and such. Um, and then Steph just went bananas in the uh, in the second half, didn't he? Um, yeah, well, people forget that, like, oh, if, if you remove KD, then in in like Clay, kind of frees them up a little. Well, yeah. you, you then oh, it only reverts to that team that won seventy two games. Yeah, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like with, with Livingston, Iggy, you got five of the team that did, like. All right. <laughs> yeah, seventy three. By the way. Oh, right, sorry, sorry, that was there. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I've, I mean, I've said this for a while. I mean. He is the cherry on top. He's the breaking case of emergencies and yeah. KD on that team. And they, they were very good anyway. And yeah. you know, we're seeing that now. There's a whole cheesecake without him, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's garnish. It's yeah. garnish. Um, yeah, just night and day. Two different halves from Curry. I kind of stayed up and watched it live. And it was just like screaming at the TV in the first half. And then, um, yeah, the Rockets just really sloppy down the stretch. Yeah. Um, sort of chucking the ball away willy-nilly. It's a weird one. I've said. Well, I've come to this conclusion now. It's been like, what, three years? I mean, watching him, all, all of, like, there's just a ceiling on this, the way the Rockets play. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, yeah, there's a limit to it. Dan, Dan Tony a... Ball doesn't get you to the well, top of the mountain. It'll get you to base camp number well, two. Well, there's a ceiling to it when your owner decides to be just a fucking tight arse and not spend the money as well. It's like, they're in this situation of, 
kind of their seedings and having to meet the Warriors in the sort of second round and not the conference finals because their tight ass owner refused to go into a luxury tax. And you're that, sitting on that, a cu- that is that is you're part sitting of the problem. on a couple of billion pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've recently taken over a sports franchise. You're getting your shit in order. And you have a look and you see that somebody's given fucking Chris Paul all that money. I won't be giving Daryl Morey any money at this point. Yeah, but this is your window. Huh? Obviously, you don't... Windows is bullshit. Well, I don't Windows know. Windows is all bullshit. You're playing, you're rolling Daniel House and God knows whoever else. You know, if, Windo- if you want to win, you want to win. You either want to win or you don't. You've either got to spend the money. Do you know what I mean? I don't it, know. The Rockets, it, it didn't help, them, put it that have way. never tried to not win, which is the thing I'm most against. So yeah, but I don't he's mind. got like one hand tied behind his back, Daryl, though, hasn't he? If, if you're not going to let him, you know, just re sign Trevor Reza. Do you know what I mean? This is the window. You've got, How many know. fucking trees has Trevor Reza pulled up this year? Yeah, don't but... get me started on zero <laughs> I know, for 12. I know, I know, I know, but like, do you know what I mean? There are little things like that. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I just I think it's more a basketball issue. Oh, there's that as well, yeah. I think it's more a basketball issue than personnel. I um, really do with them. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I, um, I think you could, at some point, you can throw all the money you like at a problem and it's not necessarily going to make it better. And I think it's more the reevaluation time for them. This D'Antoni thing has gone on. And it only goes so far, and that, that seems to be it. Second round of playoffs. I don't Maybe know. the finals if you're lucky. As much as I love Gerald Green, there was just moments in that game where I was just like, oh, Gerald, no, you've kind of just oh. fucking up a 3 on one break and yeah. stuff. And, you know, I know Draymond Green's really good at that kind of thing, but it's like just decision-making and just execution down the stretch really just cost them, really, and bullshit fouls and stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's just, yeah, bad... And I just, oh yeah, what are they going to do? What are they going to? I don't know what they would do differently. I thought they had enough good players. They had a decent core. I think the problem is, and this is the problem, their money's tied up in Chris Paul, who looks their fourth best oh, player forward, now. Yeah, um, he looks their fourth best. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have the greatest series, but yeah, I know what you're saying. That's and that's fun. that's your thing, and that's that, that's 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 your hand. You've tied your hand behind your back. The Warriors are really good as well. I mean, I don't know. Draymond Green's yeah. playing exceptionally well. He's, yeah, it just, you know, he's. It's, All this stuff about Windows is a bit, is, yeah, I don't know. Windows open and close all the time. Um, Where do you stand on this? This is a one, one or two ask Mike, um, who's not here. But um, can you remember the uh, Paul Shirley podcast a few years ago, the basketball podcast he had? I can't remember what it was called. Short uh, Corner. The Short Corner, yes, yep. which we were a fan of. I remember this, I always sort of dial back to this one, sort of watching Steph Curry's first half where he couldn't hit a shot and then the second half, obviously, he just kept shooting and shooting and shooting. Now, obviously, this is Steph Curry, but um, Reggie Miller said something on T- TNT. He was like, you know, even if he's having a bad night, he should keep shooting, he should keep shooting. And Paul Shirley once said a thing, where he's like, he completely disagrees with that. When, if, when he was ever on a team and someone was having an off night, not saying it was Steph Curry, you know, if they clang, clang nine shots in a row, they should probably fucking stop shooting, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Your shooting is out of the game. So it's kind of like that weird... I don't know. I, I, I think I wanted to get some Mike's thoughts. On literally that have to. You can't. You can't use Steph Curry as an analogy. No, for no. Sure. You've got to use like your, you know, the Willie Burtons of the like world. He's or literally you know, like, like a, a, a Gerald genius. Green or Gerald Green. Then, for example, yeah. if, if he's clanked five three, Trevor in a row, Reza, Let's say okay. <laughs> in the game seven. But the, the, but this, going back to the Trevor, when yeah. do you fucking stop shooting? At what point does it just well, become detrimental? It's, I think one it's of such the, a weird argument. Well, one of the issues is is that. We struggle. They struggle with the statistics. They look at the statistics and they don't see them in the microcosm that they are. You know what I mean? So they try and take this long view on the statistics. Oh, he's overall a. If you know what I mean, yeah. he's overall shooting thirty-four percent for the season. And then you get those ones where like Aaron Gordon, who starts the season shooting like sixty percent. And then ends up at 30-odd percent, which means he must have been shooting 12, 13 percent for the last couple of months. Like, we use the average of the statistics too much. So people are like, he's a career. But in any given moment, something could be happening. Oh, yeah, he might be that. But tonight, his left hamstring's a bit tight. How many, what, what's your frame of reference for that? Yeah, he's had a knock on his elbow or something yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And That's the thing. It's like, oh, my point was like, it's all good Reggie Miller just mm. saying, keep shooting, keep shooting. Yeah. Well, Is it's, that it's necessarily the true? It's yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They look at the statistic and I'm like, if he shoots 33%, yeah. if he takes 10, he will definitely make three. But that is just not true. But you remember John Starks in the 
finals against the 94 finals when he shot them out. Was it that one for 19 or something stupid? It was like, don't, yeah, stop fucking shooting by all, you know, don't fucking carry on shooting. You've obviously not got it. That's where I stand. That's where I stand. I think it takes, I think it takes a mature head and a, a, a really selfless player to know at that moment I'm not feeling it. If you know what I mean, I'm not the one tonight. This ain't going to be me. Yeah, that was kind of the point I was trying to make. Yeah, I mean, Steph Curry's obviously an extreme example. Um, well, he's a genuine genius. The, he's, <laughs> he's the greatest, yeah. The yeah greatest he's the only genius we've seen Pro- in probably not basketball since, yeah. since MJ, in that his talent alone, his ability, not his physicality like Shaq or others, yeah. his talent has literally changed basketball. Mm. So that he's the only person who legitimately has a shout for, um, at that claim for me. Yeah, we've had two Raptors Sixers games since we last on it. It seems like a fucking two lifetime. It seems like a lifetime ago. Um, obviously, whew, the Sixers Nick game six, Jimmy buckets. Um, looked like their best player at yeah, times in this series. Looked like uh, their best player at times when he from when he got there. I don't know if they're. Uh... Yeah, they kind of they stole. Uh, well, they didn't steal game six, but um, kind of a game of runs and. Uh, they killed the Raptors on the boards, and Jimmy Jimmy uh, Butler hit some big shots. So they nicked Game Six, uh, which led us on to Game Seven. Game Seven. Um, you sent me a text just after this game, after we'd watched this game. Uh, it's, uh, in the words of R. Kelly, "Bounce, bounce, 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 bounce." Was it? <laughs> yeah. uh, I hate to quote him as well. Yeah, yeah, not good when he quoted a pedophile, but um, <sighs> yeah, what a. Uh, an iconic moment. What uh, an ending. If you will, yeah. Um, the various pictures by photographers that have been doing around uh, on the internet of, uh, yeah, the sort of bench reaction and the MB mm. sort of go that have been, yeah, fantastic. I, uh, I thought that, that juxtaposition was great, if you know what I mean. It was all, to be honest, all of basketball was there in that moment. Like the reason yeah. why you watch basketball yeah, 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 is yeah. there in that photo of Embiid and Kyrie Irving looking equally just a gog if yeah. you know what i mean one stood up one literally like squatted down waited to waited to like jump up just it was all there i fell asleep uh about in about the second quarter after watching the sort of blazers um denver game which we'll come on to uh, one night <laughs> basketball by the way jesus and uh, i was showing the missus the shot on uh, so on yeah. Monday morning at breakfast time and even she was just like what the fuck like, this is it was a movie shot say. yeah yeah it was a movie shot yeah, the crowd going bananas and all the crowds in uh, Jurassic Park, is it, whatever. How cold does it look there, by the way? It's Still. Fucking, uh, May, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what an ending. Um, there was the Kyle Lowry steal on Embiid at the top of the key and then Siakam layup and then Jimmy Butler comes down the other end um, sort of to tie it up with the layup. And uh, yeah, just insane. At first I thought it was a three. I didn't realise. And then you actually see his foot's inside the line, but... Just to get it up and over a seven foot two dude with a sort of arc. He's, well, he was coming over and special. it was Ben Simmons who was chasing him down, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, yeah, in, insanity. It's the first ever seven game series to be ended on a buzzer beat, was it? Was that the, someone threw that out there? I think Jordan ended the one against the Cavs, but that was like a five game series, wasn't mm. it? I think. Obviously, Maybe. people have ended, yeah. see, Dames ended, Houston, see, but that was like a game series. I think, was yeah. it, is it the first ever game seven buzzer beat? I believe it is. I can't think of another one. Um, I'm stand corrected. I can't think of another but, um, one. I, I think people are, again, like Dame's long one against Rusty. People get... When when you're going to overtime, if you miss it, it's not the same as all the marbles on the line with that shot. I, I think people are getting a bit carried away. No, they weren't losing. No, yeah, if you know what I mean, when people are like, there's, there's no... Well, still. It's house money you're throwing it up, though. If you know yeah, what I mean, it's house money. You're not going away if you don't make that. If that's if that's different, right? If that's different, if the game's on the line and they're down one point, that bounce, 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 and still goes. It's a totally different shot. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. But if they miss, then suddenly that's a fucking terrible shot. Whereas when it's always evil and you're going to overtime if you miss it, then you know. Yeah. Ah, but yeah, you put it, it, w- up. it went in, and uh, yeah, forty-one points, thirty-nine shots for Kawhi. Absolutely, really, because no one else really looked like they fancied no. it, did they? No, yeah. I was thought them to be. Disappoint we don't see more Danny Green. Yeah, they kind of... The Raptors kind of need everyone to hit the sort of same note as on you know the same night, and they, they very rarely get that. Like, Ibarco had a big game in that yeah. game. They hit some good shots and stuff. And very rarely seems to get everybody playing well on the same night. I don't know, which is... I guess this is true with most teams, but um, they kind of need that if they're going to win it. 
or yeah. I guess uh, is, what, is what I'm trying to say. But uh, Big Joel left the court in tears, bless him. I was glad to see it. <laughs> glad to see it. Well, not seriously. Like after, uh, uh, yeah, there's a meme in there about him and Ben Simmons laughing after yeah. beating Brooklyn and then walking off the court crying. Like I'm you... not, I'm not a religious man, but karma. Well, yeah, no. There's, hey, look, there's some lessons you've got to learn in, in life to be like a better person. Well, do you know what? It's the second time they win the players' day, young. And that's you know, that, that's one of them. You've got to learn about yeah, humility. Yeah. You don't just like brag your way to winning things. No, you go through like trials and tribulations. Oh, the Blazers undoubtedly are better for getting bounced last year by the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, just him camped out on the three-point line there in the fourth quarter. It's like get to the fucking get in the paint. Greg Anthony was getting mental on the commentary. He's just like, what are you doing? Still on. It's pump fake shit. Season's on the There's line. Something I don't weird, know. though, it's, isn't it? Uh, it's sick. I'm ill. Yeah, I've I mean, got a migraine. Uh, There's always used to be something. It's like a middle-aged yeah. woman with his ailments. I mean, he is a fucking immovable object, bless him. But yeah, um, it's maybe that part of the problem. But yeah, Kawhi did a job on Jimmy Butler in that game. Really seemed to uh, lock him down. But yeah, Philly's just lack of a backup center. Boban's just been a disaster, obviously. Boban's actually shit at basketball. Well, he's, he's just, just seven foot nine. High stakes so he's comedy. games like this. He says quite funny you know, things. Greg, like, Greg yeah. Monroe's off the scrap heap, you know. Uh, teams are giving away. So just the way they've sort of constructed that roster, it's great. Sort of, you know, bringing Tobias Harrison and stuff in. But you just really needed someone just to sort of just keep the ship afloat while Embiid's but out of the did, game, didn't he? What did Tobias Harris do recently for Detroit and for the Clippers? Like he played like a small ball power forward who took the scoring load on his shoulders. What is the last thing they needed yeah, yeah, from absolutely. him? Like, So yeah. why did you trade for him, you fucking it's idiots? It's brand, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's, know, it's, it's just, just... like it's, you, you don't just... It's not just all the best players at once that are going to necessarily win, if you know what I mean. You don't just get together all the it doesn't best work like bits. That. Doesn't, basketball doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? It's not, it doesn't Who's just strengths complement each other's peop- yeah. other people's weaknesses? Yeah. We've said this on previous podcasts. It was the new GM sort of fantasy basketball sort of vibe, wasn't it? Just yeah. like, we'll just chuck all this together. I've got to put my stamp on this. Yeah. Um, which, you know, we criticise Brett Brown for certain things, but I'm quite glad he's not lost his job because I don't think you can put it all on him. Um, no, no. Well, look, know, to be honest, they um, put they put it all on him when they yeah. expected him to... There's, there's a shit he's had to deal with. he knew was going to be terrible to f- then suddenly convince them all that... Yeah, I think it would have been a poor move to get rid of him. You know, he's had the fucking hinky shit, the... Uh, Jerry Colangelo bullshit, and then he's you know literally had a brand new team forced on him at the All Star break. The it's only like, like can he just get some consistency? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I'm 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 glad they've kind of not got rid of him because unless you're bringing in someone noticeably better, what's the fucking point? Who is there? I mean? Who is exactly? There? I mean, Jesus, I mean, we'll come on to the some of the coaching eyes <laughs> <laughs> be going on in the league shortly. And, uh, Jesus, it's a cast of fucking Z-listers, if anything. Um, I don't yeah, know. So, so you know why? Yeah. Why? That's that's my thing. So, yeah, good. I don't think he's a bad coach because of what no, happened no. there. No, no, I think he's got his shortcomings. But we've just talked about Brad Stevens, who was widely regarded to be sort of one of the better coaches in the leagues. Obviously, you know, I, I think had his issues. I, I issues, think they're you know. the opposite. And pop as well. Section. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus. It seems it seems Mr. Stevens is a really good X's and O's guy, but maybe not mm. quite the like locker roomy yeah. character. Whereas. Brett might be more of a guy's a guy coach and yeah. n- not. No, you never hear. Really you never really hear him criticize anyone. You know what I mean? Like, ben and all the players seem to love him. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, Jimmy, do you see him being back there? I do. I, think I do. I think they resign him. I think they sign resign Jimmy. Um, I think it's stupid not to. Going forward, they can't really keep Embiid, Simmons, Butler, and Harris though. So no, I think Tobias is the first one to go, and I think they'll um and R, but eventually they'll trade Simmons. I'm just gonna have to. Well, I think it's gonna have to be one or the other. Or or they accept that he's a power forward. Yeah, um, he's like a skinny Draymond Green without the ball to take that three. But that's what his game is, if you know yeah, what I mean. And that's not, where you should be getting the most out of him. It's nothing like Draymond Green, really. But um, yeah. But he has that potential to be a power forward who can pass good and handle in transition. But yeah, he's not a he's just, floor general. I don't know. For Kawhi, how'd you leave Toronto after that? I mean, well, because he's him iconic doing everything. Moment. It's just uh, him doing everything. There you go, Toronto. Look what I gave in that you. game. Maybe he can leave guilt free um, now. He yeah. can leave guilt free now. I don't know. I think um, he's not letting anybody down. They're not going to moan that he only played after the regular well, season. There's, there's a long way to go mm. in these conference finals. As yet, a memorable moment, if you will. We'll be right back with some um, Portland Denver. Relax yourself, don't be set to me. 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 
Uh, your Blazers. Um, before it all happened uh, in Toronto. Another thriller. Fucking shredded me. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shredded me. That's the they most are... intense game of basketball I've watched in forever. Yeah. If I'm honest. I kind of felt like that on the... Uh, the game six Warriors Rockets, you kind of your skin starts getting a bit tired. You're like, uh, it's unbearable to watch at times, isn't it? When you've got, I think that's one know. of the problems they have with it as well. I think that's one of the problems they have. I think it's, uh, yeah, they they've got a lot of work to do with speeding up the spectacle. Yeah, it just makes it. Yeah, when you're watching it live, it is a bit. It's infuriating. At they times, suck the it? atmosphere out of the building. How many and cups of tea can you go? For, you yeah. know, for do you know what I mean? Well, like... they suck the atmosphere out of the building as well at times. Yeah. Like you will have a thing. The coach, the other, like there'll be a big st- a steal and a dunk. Opposing coach. Yeah, I'm using the time. Next out. minute, some Why? five foot nine muscle bandits doing fucking somersaults, yeah. <laughs> dunking the ball. Yeah. You're like, what's this shit? Yeah. yeah, and there's some idiot firing like t-shirt cannons <laughs> around, <laughs> or like it's the fucking. Dinky Town Dancers or something, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like it's just... It's the Boulder City Bumblefucks. Or yeah, and yeah. they're on and they're dancing around and we're like, have, have we not, should we yeah. not respect women a bit no. more than this, lads? Come oh, on. No. Uh, and, and, then, and then we're back again, like, three minutes later. It's Tina in section 118. The kiss, kiss, like, the, the <laughs> amount of, like, people I have to see, like, forced into kissing each other and, like, c- crowd cameras and close-ups and stuff. Uh, like, it's, America. Yeah, you need to speed up that spectacle. You can't leave people with time to think amongst themselves and chat. That's not allowed. It's but that's not what you go for, if I you know, know what I mean. Like, like turning it into like two and a half hours <laughs> doesn't make it more of a good thing. If you know what I mean. Like, if you could get that, you could ram in more intensity, more excitement, more like oh, as a spectacle for the crowd. Then, yeah, they started out kind of. Uh, CJ was cooking from early doors, wasn't he? And uh, yeah, because nobody else was. No, Dame sort of got going down the end, didn't he? Hit those. Uh, but he he knew when he was. He clearly knew it wasn't him that night. No, so, no. So that's, yeah, I'm not. That's sh- what yeah. you do. Don't be. The, yeah, I'm not blowing this. Don't be Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I'm not blowing this. Um, he hit that sort of big steal and sort of corner three, didn't he? In the in the fourth. There. Yeah, uh, yeah. He weighed in with that some big at the end. Yeah, CJ just. He had that sort of 360 degree sort of spinning fadeaway on Jamal Murray, which was just absolute filth and. Uh, I was amazed, like, the sort of Twitter, I don't know, you know, on Twitter, but the kind of shock on Twitter, like, who's this CJ McCollum kind of thing from loads of people? Yeah. Like, He's only been there six years. Like, yeah, the Reddit. You know what I mean? Like, do you actually pay... NBA Reddit and subreddits were going... Do you actually like, pay huh? attention to the league? This is what this guy does. It's kind of like, they obviously just watch the playoffs or something. Like, but I don't know. Wait, fair enough. Fair. Everyone's not as nerdy about it as us. But, um, yeah, I was quite shocked at the kind of surprise people had that he's, you know, went off like that. Um but he was good. It was a joy to watch. Thirty-seven. Good. Yeah. No, he had a, a monumental Game Seven performance. He that did. was one for the ages. He left it all out there, and uh, Zach Collins really effective. Uh, yep. When, when really sport. good. Yeah, for Brought Denver, um, and that's what they did. They threw bodies at Jokic. When Miles Leonard's on, you know he's there just to goon go- Jokic. Yeah. Oh, if this is how we're doing it, then we'll, we'll do that to you because yeah, Denver didn't have anything to back him up. Yeah, uh, Evan Turner, huge down the end, the free throws and stuff. Four points uh, in the playoffs up until that game. Yeah, something like that. Ten in the fourth quarter. Yeah, just came up and was ready when it when it counted, really. Yeah. On the on the Iggy vibe. Yeah, Jamal Murray, bless him. Three for 17 shooting night. Um, oh, they didn't get that Robin Hood. Three for 17? Didn't no, that, four for 18, didn't sorry. Didn't quite get yeah. that Robin Hood. Uh, uh, the blue little, arrow. Little, little, little thing going. Uh, broken, but um, yeah, I mean... Just Jokic has been a sort of winner for the playoffs in general, really, just how good he's looked and yeah. um, to do what he's doing at that age and stuff. And uh, He's going to be a legit problem in the West going forward. It's just whether they can... They've got kind of got a decision... With shooters. Well, they've got a decision to make on Millsap, haven't they, whether to bring him back at that high number or kind of keep their powder dry maybe for the year after. And um, sort of, they, need a, they need a fourth sort of gun to go with Gary Harris, some Murray and Jokic, don't they? Like a, a legit wing... Yeah, who, uh, uh, who's not Will Barton, basically? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they need just a, 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 a yeah, a stretch. Yeah, that's what they need. Just they need people to clear out. That's your problem when if it's all going through a big, yeah. big man. It just get a bit stodgy at times, hmm. it? and if Murray's not hitting it, kind of, it all sort of gets a bit sort of clogged. Yeah. You live and die by that tactic, and that that yeah. If basketball is all about free movement these days, and 
by the end, I think that's what the Blazers were doing really yeah. well against them. They stretched them out. They had more shooters, made them scared to foul because because of the just the difference in free throw percentages gave the Blazers the advantage towards the end there. So yeah. it's been disappointing or oh, sad to see. Alfaro Camino's just disappearance over the weeks. Yeah, he was kind of all right early in the playoffs. He had the odd game here, but um, his shots his just shots not been on enough to, yeah. to to play. He's never really been a knockdown shooter, has he? But um, Mo Harkless yeah. has been good. Yeah. In, in phases, and um, that's good to see because he's been there a long I time. Love I've, loved yeah. I've always loved Mo. He had a big, uh, yeah, he had a decent game uh, one against the Warriors, which we'll come on to as well. But um, yeah, they're just it's just a numbers game for uh, for Portland losing uh, the big man there, kitchen stuff. It's um, they've just lacked a bit of depth, haven't they? Well, I'm not necessarily sure. I mean, it, like, well, you've Kansas... got guys like Anthony Simmons who just. You know, and contributing nothing. But that wouldn't Gary have done Trent anything if. Now, but, but that wouldn't have done anything if Nurkic would have been there. All, no, all, all Nurkic would have done would have eaten into the minutes that Collins and Cantor had. And I don't think the Blazers can look at the no. position of centre and be like, "That's where we've sort of fallen short." No, no, I know what you say. It's mostly small forward, power forwards. That's yeah. well, that's the thing when you're paying Myers Land what you're paying him, and, yeah. and uh, Evan Turner what you're paying him. It, you, it really sort of, you know. Narrows your sort of window, doesn't it? What you can do elsewhere mm-hmm. on the roster, and uh, yeah, we shall see. But yeah, conference finals, you know, yeah, you took that as a successful season, season, season you? You for I mean? sure. Um, and a lot to be said for the let, let's let's not desperate always, if you know what I mean. Oh, we're going to be really bad. We're going to be really bad. We got bounced in the playoffs, so we'll have to be really bad for two years. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah. The layoff kind of seemed to sort of affect them. They looked a little tired in game one against the Warriors. Um, the Warriors taking it sort of. One sixteen ninety four, but um, it's a strange game. Like they kept hanging around Portland, I don't know. Yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't shake them off, could they? Like uh, third quarter, it sort of went. Yeah, um, got away. Steph had a few good big plays. Yeah, nine for fifteen from three, yeah. kind of um, carried him over the line. Uh, Damian Lillard back in his hometown, rocking the uh, Oakland A's jersey. Um, strange one because Clay Thompson grew up in Portland, in Portland. a Blazers yeah, fan, yeah. and uh, yeah, obviously uh, Lillard back in his hometown. Can, can I say this? Is Clay Thompson the person who over-celebrates the crappiest dunks? <laughs> like, he, he gets really carried quite, away for, like, the lamest dunks. I surprised he gets up there, though, isn't he? He's kind of like not a... like he's deaf, if you know. He's a, he's a tall lad. Yeah, he's not he a should leaper, be able to he? put it up there. By any stretch. Uh, he does get carried he away. He gets really carried he... away when you're like, calm down. Oh, yeah, like, he, gets, he starts <laughs> giving it to the crowd, yeah. He calm loves down, the dunk. lad. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but he rarely, yeah, he rarely, rarely gets them. So. It's not Miles Turner on the Gordon Haywoods. Still now, Durant, obviously, he's out and... Doesn't look like they're going to rush him back. No uh, need to. No yeah. need to. Especially Blazers going to have any sort of chance of making any noise in this playoffs. They need to take this next game. They need to split these yeah. whilst he's um, not there. So Bogut starting and Iggy, uh, who's had a great playoffs, uh, taking a break from golfing and whatnot. <laughs> like he does. Yeah, Damian Jones as well back for the Warriors, who we've not seen since December. So just a bit more depth with Boogie still out and stuff. Well, um, the the Warriors. Had gone from like puddle deep to surprisingly deep, if you know what I mean. Well, Jonas Jurebko got rolled out and stuff, didn't he, in that game, and Queen Cook and stuff. Queen Cook. The rotation was quite McKinney, tight against the Warriors. If you know what I mean? Kevin stuff, Looney. Yeah. At one point, they had quite a. I mean, like, Looney's kind of been there all year. He's he's had a great season. Someone's going to pay him a lot of money, rightly or wrongly, <laughs> uh, in the off season. Um, but they got a bargain with him this year. Um, but yeah, what did you make of Terry Stotts kind of drop in sort of? Cancer in the pick and roll coverage and really sort of just leaving Curry wide open. Um, he kind of got a bit of shit for that, but it's like pick your poison, isn't it? I guess. Well, Evan so. Turner was giving him a load of shit for that. Yeah. Well, the worry. Well, the Blazers players have been quite sort of vocal. Haven't vocal they, in that we should but, have been trapping him. But Terry Stotts seems to be the kind of coach who was like, I, I want that input, and you know, it's a yeah. it's a team effort. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't seem to mind that. Oh, from o- over the past few years, the Blazers' defense has very much been really conservative and mm. it's been built around they don't trying to funnel people into a yeah. lane and getting they don't force many over. turnovers at all do they? that's the issue it's yeah just, that's yeah. It, it's not f- hard frontline pressurey it's it's kind of like rope doping people into yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. into the lane yeah, because yeah. two is less than three yeah so and then there's always a big man back but they, they try never ever to mm. get anybody stuck out on a switch mm. it's yeah yeah, it's 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 very very conservative and simple, which yeah. I think a lot of the time through regular season and stuff, 
is just what you need. Yeah, got you're not coming plan, up against lads. Curry who's going to hit nine or fifteen from three on, with most teams. Yeah, you? Yeah. You know I mean? So, so we've got this simple right. plan, yeah, yeah. lads. This is going to work seventy-five percent of the time. Yeah. This is going to be enough to carry us through. If we get injuries, we need to make some trades. We don't need to make many adjustments. You can't. You can't be changing your game plan based on based on like two nights on a back-to-back road trip yeah. if you know what i mean right lads well played it's half past 11 we're getting back to the hotel and what we need to do is think about how we're going to switch to a free two zone tomorrow mm. if you know what i mean. mean they will make adjustments i'm sure yeah uh, the yeah. B- warriors threw a lot of sort of traps at uh lilla didn't they as well I, uh, I i think sometimes though you can it gets to the point where people get exhausted people get tired and it, it Right, we'll do or die with what we know. There definitely seems to be a fatigue factor there, I think. Um, mm. You know, it's been a long playoffs, hasn't it, for them? Um, Little had sort of seven turnovers and just, yeah, looked tired. Uh, yeah. Even in the Denver series, you know what I mean? Well, people um, forget. He's not a big guy, though, is he? Do you know he's what a mean? little he's guy. Like, yeah, he's, he's carried them since the All Star break. He's not like Clay well. Thompson, do you know what I mean? He's he carried like, them since the yeah. All Star break. Like, he got yeah. them there. He got them that. He got them home court. Yeah. When it came to that first round, like he he, he did all like it, this has been like four or five months he's been in peak condition, and then people forget that there's got to be a shitload of like emotional fatigue, like it, the, yeah, the yeah. ups and downs he's been through in these last month. If yeah. you know what I mean, that's got to pay a really well, just heavy the first toll. round. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's a really that. heavy toll. You can't. Yeah. You and can't the Warriors are all time that... teams. You know what I mean? It's mm. no, you know. I mean, it's game one. We're getting, you know, we might be getting ahead of ourselves, but it just looks like this is just a bit of a bridge too far for this sort of roster they've got. Yeah, uh, I didn't, just, and I just think, yeah, that's fine. There's no shame in that. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah They're yeah. a good team. And, <laughs> that's totally fine. They're a likable team. They're fun to watch, and um, yeah, just I hope I hope they nick one or two. It, it would it would make it uh, interesting. I hope it's not the last kind of great game we've seen from Lillard uh, in these playoffs. You, you mm. know. He hope there's one more. I guess he, he regularly has a big one in Oakland. Yeah, at once a year, yeah. once a season. So uh, he, he's got it in it to sort of spoil the Warriors at, at, on his night. So. Yeah, very much. Uh, Bucks and Raptors last night was game one. It's a game of two halves really. Uh, Raptors had a sort of big 11-0 run in the first quarter, and um, yeah, looked to be handling. Um, Milwaukee, and then the second half, they kind of, I don't know, again, if it was like a bit like Portland, a bit of fatigue setting, and it's just been a sort of busy week or so, but they seem to have run out of gas. Yeah. Uh, down the end there. Um, Kyle Lowry had a monster game, seven and nine from three. He was um, really good as well. Yeah. He was just, really, really canny. He does really, so many little really things. Leaking out and stuff. He's like, such a good defender. He was, he was like, yeah, like, ad-libbing maybe, on four. Maybe goes for gambling a bit too much like you know trying to steal the ball yeah. when the other team's in but when it works like last night yeah, it works yeah, and, but, um, and that's the sort of thing you need sometimes in the playoffs, I said on the last it? pod their defensive sort of ceilings when they're all clicking and Siakam's causing chaos and Kawhi and Lowry are just out there like Dobermans they're, they're really fucking dangerous but um yeah, uh, Milwaukee, <laughs> they've got Yanis and Brooke Lopez on the Brooke career Lopez game of his life. Do you see that little spin move and up yeah. and under he did? It's like, where's that come from? It's uh, Malcolm Brogdon was really good as well. Yeah, as they're well. kind of still bringing him off the bench, aren't they? He's back in minutes-wise, but he's going to be key in this series, I think, just spreading the floor and just being that sort of 40% three-point shooter yeah. when, when Yanis has to fucking get triple-teamed yeah. like they were doing last night, just having to kick out and having someone like that who can just knock down threes. Yeah, it's going to be huge, isn't it? Yeah, when you've got somebody who needs to be tripled, then that yeah, that creates wide open shots for people. So yeah, um, yeah, they've probably got a decision to make who they're going to. I think Ibaka seems to be like the better fit on both ends, sort of guarding Lopez than uh, than Mark Gasol, who's not the most mobile at this stage. And no, he's looked, hes- the- he's looked hesitant to hit that to stroke that three as well uh, at times in these playoffs, whereas Ibaka's just been. Kind of letting it fly, yeah. which is you'd kind of thought the opposite coming into this, wouldn't yeah. you? Because yeah. uh, Barker shoots threes like he swings them punches. He's <laughs> like, oh, he just yeah, I'm just, I'm just, it's going. If you, I'm sending it. If you know what I mean. And Gasol looks a shadow of the player he was at Memphis, to be honest. Yeah, on both ends of the floor. He's not. I thought he'd have contributed a lot more, um, but he's getting up there in years. Do you know what I mean? It's. Uh, you know, it's a big ass. I saw that. Well, I again, he's, he's, he's also gone from being in like what a decade in a place where the system was essentially built around him 
yeah. to, to now having change, to fit into something else. And he, he might just not have that in him. Yeah, you just wonder how much that Philly series has took out of Toronto and uh, such an advantage of yeah Milwaukee having not having to play their guys big minutes during the regular season. They lost one playoff playoffs. game so far. Yeah, people forget Fuck this. It, I know. They lost one game. Uh, I kind of I bet on a Toronto Golden State uh, finals, but I'm kind of eh, after watching mm. uh, Milwaukee. Uh, a long way to go yet, but this could be a cracking series. This. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good to just have an Eastern Conference Finals without LeBron in it. It is, it's refreshing. It just, I kind of, you know, as much as I watch the Warriors games, I kind of stinkly just want someone from the East to win it this year, just to to change things and just freshen the league up a bit. Well, I I don't think there's, yeah, aside from people who are like, I'm a Warriors fan now, I I don't think there's everybody want the Blazers to make it to the, if you know what I mean. I I wouldn't be bothered at all if Milwaukee or Toronto won it, it'd be good for the league. I don't know. I just I think Milwaukee's yeah they've got that thing their regular season game plan. This is what I've been saying. They're like they're just their juggernaut plan seems to be slickest in at the moment. Like they're the most well drilled and can make tiny adjustments to their system rather than have to make huge sweeping changes to how yeah. they're playing. And I think in a series you can overload players with mm. pressure changes, yeah, yeah. micro adjustments. And at what point are you then limiting a player by giving him too many instructions? Yeah, I mean, they, they know what they're doing. Yanis gets the hole. Mm. If he can't, you, you kick it. And you, that's the basic premise, isn't it? And then yeah. it's just minor adjustments here and there with matchups, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's your Woody Holson play yeah, that, you, that we'll practice till you puke because yeah. when it comes down to it, this is the player we've all got on our backwards. Yeah. Uh, drop some finals, betting odds. Uh, Go on, then. Warriors still massive favourites, eight to fifteen. Yeah. Bucks twelve to five. Raptors six to one, which was a bit of value. Um, it's gone out, isn't it? Yeah. We? Blazers thirty three to one. Um, this was yesterday, by the way. But um, so something might have changed since last night. I don't think we're going to see Ennis Cantor in Canada. No. Uh, I don't think we're going to need all the political shenanigans and chicanery to make that happen. It does yeah. seems unlikely at this point. But you never know. This is why we watch the games. Right, we'll have a small break and we'll be back to talk uh, the annual meat market. Bingo? <laughs> the bingo. The bingo that preempts the... The bingo the, meat market. The, meat market bingo. Uh, the meat Pelicans of New Orleans have uh, ping pong their way to uh, the top of the meat market picking stakes for the top, uh, top, top of the mountain. The influx of eighteen-year-olds and, uh, and other folk um, getting a second crack at it after a second crack of the whip. seven years of Anthony Davis and failing to surround him with anything like a competitive team. Um, I don't like. I don't know. They bounced the fucking thing a couple of years ago. Did, a couple of years ago, they just went out against the Warriors. Like, there's a lot of this stuff. And at one point, they were like, "This, yeah, next year he's going to be the MVP and he's going to be it." Like, God, was it four nil? Were they close in one game? I think they were close a little. They go seven. No, no but I mean, like, they were a team on the up. It's just this narrative yeah. that they've continually no. failed. I'll take that you know back. what I mean? Like, people are just talking like that's that's abject failure, and it's yeah. not the fucking Suns, if yeah. you know what I mean. Would you? Would we rather they got a pick just to keep fucking it up? If yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah, the funniest part of it all. The whole thing. Like Alvin Gentry's, fuck yeah! I've not seen that. I've heard about this. It's but, proper funny. Yeah. He just stands up, sticks his arm out, and starts oh, yeah. wheeling around. I got up to watch it. It's it pretty funny. Um, yeah, the funniest thing is just last since like the All Star break of Knicks fans just putting their starting five for next year on yeah. uh, on Twitter every day, like Zion, KD, uh, Kyrie. And it's just well, like I, I think you realize it's just like you've got a really fucking slim chance that this is like. Well, I also think it's it's yeah. quite funny and also quite telling the genuine sort of shock around the league that this wasn't fixed for the Knicks. Like I think that that tells you a lot about how serious and how impartial the draft actually is to people. Pretty impossible to fix. I'm not sure. I don't know. Have you? There was a article on uh, the Athletic website about basically all the Mm. what how the process works. Mm. It's It's harder now. You'd have to be on some pen and teller shit. Well, they used to just freeze the ball. Yeah, you'd have to be on some pen and teller shit. You're fiddling around for the cold ball. All right, that's because you can't see temperature. 
So you freeze one of the balls. You know, that'd be a great movie plot script to develop. Which one? The uh, just the, the Ewing fi- draft? No, no, fixing the um, um, you know the Ewing draft. F- no, just have fixing the NBA lottery now, like on some Ocean Eleven shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like getting lasers involved and etching the fucking number. You know. <laughs> As a man who did film studies and creative writing, get on that. Maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe. I think I I think the social connotations. James James Dolan hires fucking Uh, criminal mastermind to fix the fucking lottery. I think you could make a dead straight documentary about it and let people just run their mouths and make a far more interesting movie that would be far more worthwhile. (laughs) I think what it says that they played bingo for these lads' futures says about it is quite fucking hilarious. what that says about how the, the the league is run is fucking, if you know what I mean, trestle table amateurish. If you look like it, in this day and age that this is what you're doing with your product. <laughs> All right. So we're going to stop calling for a start. Any team that's in the lottery, an organization, we're going to start calling them franchises because there's nothing organized about half of them <laughs> at all. And what really pisses me off is that... It just encourages this, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the balls can be dog shit and disorganized and chaotic, and it doesn't matter. There's no incentive to ever get better, to ever get your house in order. There's no incentive to, like, all the things, because there's, there's no market at work here. It's different priorities for different owners, isn't it? I mean, the Cronkies in Denver, they'll never win a title because they oh, don't they just want to make sh- profit. It's yeah. the same with Arsenal. They don't give a shit about winning fucking the NBA title or the yeah. Premier League. It's just money for them, so... You know, this is the difference between you know, James Dolan. He doesn't give a fuck about winning the NBA title. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's just nah. so we just can't. Well, you can't be given my balls as well. You can't be given insensible. I think it's just, great um, what they did. I think it was amazing. How many people were like, yeah, but but the Hawks did it the right way. They were intentionally shit for a year, and now they've only got the number twelve pick or whatever it is. Like fuck you. It's called a lottery for a reason, yeah, though. Isn't and it? you, you know what shouldn't mean? be like rewarded it. for being yeah. abject. Right. Because at what point, at what point are you essentially rolling out the Harlem Globetrotters versus the Washington Generals? Well, it makes me laugh. At what point are we doing that? Everyone was like, oh, this seed, the lottery reforms work now because the Pelicans got the first pick and the Lakers got. Hang on a minute. The fucking Pelicans have sat Anthony Davis's ass for like. (laughs) So don't tell me they weren't trying to lose. And the fucking Lakers sat LeBron for God. Don't tell me they weren't trying to lose. They're they're all fucking trying to lose. There's no winners and. you know, Mate, seriously, bullshit. seriously, the team, the teams that finish, the teams that finish ninth should have their highest odds. Yeah, the team that finishes ninth in each yeah. conference should have the highest odds. Yeah. You should be incentivizing. You, you should yeah. be incentivizing yeah. Sacramento like, for getting better. Yeah. yeah, who have proven? All right, you've got. You're all right with yeah. our. We can trust you with our young talent yeah. because these owners need to know it's not just their franchise; it's the league yeah. they sell. That would the fix world. it massively. Yeah, you just yeah. fucking hell a sport. Should we should have competition and it should be encouraged that you should be trying? Like, because if you're encouraging not trying in a sport, yeah, you've got the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. Mm. Them Generals lads go out and try every night, but they know they're set up to lose. Um, I mean, I don't watch college basketball, I'm sure you don't. Overhype this kid, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. This Zion youth is, I mean, people are talking about him as though he's the next LeBron or Shaquille O'Neal, isn't it? Really. Looks more like next Larry Johnson to me. I don't know, six foot seven power forward who weighs fucking a lot. And yeah, he I'm looks not... like he's got potential for like I said, yeah, physicality, human bones. They're only made out of bone. He's not made out of titanium. But he's, he's not. Yeah, he's not the six million dollar man. Like their knees are going to go I mean, into a de- lot of strain. Defensive potential looks great for a few years. Like he's a yeah. Blake Griffin type leaper and. Just a built like a brick shit house, yeah. but but he's he's one injury away from being Julius Randle. I don't know. I just he's people comparing him to Le, LeBron and stuff. Steady on, just Le, LeBron's a basketball genius. There's no evidence that this guy's a basketball genius. I've seen him dunking there. a lot. Yeah, I saw Larry Johnson dunking yeah. a lot coming out of UNLV, and uh, he was great for yeah, a few yeah. years, a couple of time All Star, and then his back got fucked. I've I don't seen, know. I'm not not so much in the way of shots. Player, but yeah, I'm yeah, not so much in the way of shot form. I'm not a scout or a draft. Expert by yeah. any stretch, but um, um, well, I, yeah, good for New Orleans if he is going to be a generational talent. But I need to see a bit more than just fucking dunking. I mean, yeah, Gerald Green could dunk. He's, yeah, he's never been <laughs> defended. You know I mean? it's, it's, um, hey, look, fucking. What, what do you learn about playing Duke? Big Dan Roster. 
Jeremy Evans. Jeremy Evans has got some game time. Jeremy Evans, he's not in the league. Do you remember him? I do. He won the dunk contest. Yeah, he's a right dunk game on him. You couldn't put um, him on the floor. I mean, by all counts, he's a nice kid. He works hard and stuff. And he, he, his heart did look like, remember the Simpsons episode where Ralph Wiggins. Ralph, Ralph Wiggins. Where, where Bart's Lisa, pausing. You can, you can see the moment his heart breaks. He did kind of look like that when... Uh, <laughs> When they were interviewing him at the draft. Yeah. Oh, but um, he's 18. You've just been told you've got to move to a city you've never been to. How do you deal with that shit? I mean, he's probably had a... Mm. Uh, it's a, a lot, franchise, to, lot to take a franchise who's uh, basically yeah. known at the Should he even be there? I mean, they didn't have... They didn't used to do this shit where the guy who was supposed to be the pick was there, I didn't they? wouldn't do that, it no. It just seems a bit cool, I don't know. It does like, seem a bit odd. Can you not just let him deal with this in yeah. private and have a little bit? Do we have to watch every minute of this? Well, fucking, can't he just pull the fucking Kobe? Yeah, and just I know. I'm not going there. Fuck you. I'll go China. Why would he not go there? I don't know. Huh? What, what are your other options? Go back to. Well, no. Uh, well, hey, Kobe didn't get drafted by the Lakers. No, everybody forgets that. Yeah, but everybody forgets that, and that... he just refused to play for the Hornets. He yeah, just they, refused they to play him. for the Hornets. They could have picked him. Yeah, they, they did. And they traded him, him didn't they? No, no, New Jersey were going to pick him, but he said he didn't want to go there, and so they bottled it, didn't they? And they picked mm. Kerry Kittles. The Lakers came to an arrangement with Charlotte, so you pick him and we'll trade. Yeah, so... So it wasn't the Hornets, it was New yeah. Jersey said he wasn't going to play for. But this whole and shit... Steve could... Francis did the same, didn't he, with yeah. Vancouver? Because he thought, for some reason, he thought... Uh, where did he end up? Uh, Steve Francis. Was Houston. it Magic first? Houston, wasn't was it? Was it Houston first? Yeah. For some reason, he thought Vancouver was a shithole. That was really nice. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I don't think he's any suggestion he's ever going to do that. But no. I don't know. No. You fucking... You're a millionaire. You're not going to be living in fucking Fifth Ward in New York. Well, you know, he's he's got a Nike fucking, what, 120 million contract. Has he? I don't think he has, has he? Yeah, he will do now. Oh, will. Would now, he's out of co- now he's out of the college. Anyway. No, yeah, wish the lad the best, whatever. But yeah, David Griffin's fucking once again fell into a fucking barrel of potatoes and come up sucking tits. <laughs> so yeah. Just, yeah, what's he had? Kyrie, Anthony Bennett, Wiggins, how many cracks in the first round? A lot of cracks. A lot of cracks. So... Uh, New Orleans, watch this space. Sold an extra 2,000 season tickets overnight, apparently, Gavin. So it's a lot of that. The Smoothie King Arena. It's 3,500 season <laughs> ticket holders now. <laughs> so. Who gives a shit? No, I don't. No. Just sit tight. You'll be, you'll be a Sonic in within three years. Right, be a Sonic right. within three years. Right, we'll be right back to wrap this shit up. Coverage has been interesting. They've uh, TNT have got the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I noticed they've they're mirroring ESPN by going for the sort of three man booth. Three man booth. They've got uh, Marv with um, Chris Webber and Reggie Miller now, uh, which is a a toxic threesome. <laughs> if ever there was some toxic uh, threesome. How much uh, hyperbole can we get uh, from two colour men uh, Isn't in it? one booth? And I think Marv's on borrowed time. Yeah, Kevin Harlan could be. Uh, I, I can't believe they still bring Will Marv out, to be honest. number one hotspot soon. Um, yeah, it's been... It's been a couple of years be, where he just... Yeah. He, he still thinks it's 2012 or something. Yeah, and then the other side of the coin, you've got Mike Breen, who's good, but you've got... We've now got Van Gundy and Jackson for the whole of the Western Conference Finals and the finals. We're done. Um, We're done. Which I can't take any more oh. of the Van Gundy-Jackson axis as... The axis of evil. I don't know. Um, he's right. He's been having a great. Or the axis of banality, the sort of <laughs> banality which leads to the the slow creeping of evil. Yeah, he's been having a great time with the uh, the curry parents being in the crowd for the Warriors, especially uh, Mark. Uh, outstanding job. Outstanding. Outstanding parents. job. Outstanding job there by Sonia and Dell. Two young men. Outstanding young men playing basketball. Outstanding young men. You know, Seth Curry. He's had a child out of wedlock with Doug Rivers' daughter. But still, outstanding job there. We, you know, we're, we're going to forget about that. Fucking wedlock. Is that a word? Outstanding <laughs> job. Is that a word? But at least their sons are not homosexuals. Outstanding <laughs> job. Outstanding you know. work. Did I just say that on air? Yes, you did, Mark. Okay. Yes, you did, Mark. He's, um, he's a clown. And Van Ellie. Gundy, who just... <laughs> it's like he goes out. He, he likes the, he, it, it's like in his head, 
he's like the Fonz or something. <laughs> and I'll be cool by acting like I don't give a shit. He's like George Costanza in yeah, Sci-Fi where he puts that leather jacket yeah, on. So like, in, in his head, he's the Fonz. He's like, what, what, what's always cool with the kids? I've watched Happy Days. This shit. So he just, it's like his <laughs> mission statement is, I'm going to just basically be disdainful about basketball. And anybody who does anything good, I'm going to do my best to downplay it. Because, because... I, I don't know. I don't know what his reasoning is. I, don't I know think why. they're heading for a shake-up on both sort of sides of the thing. It needs to be. I can't. It's just... Like, free Van Gundy. Whatever whatever contract he's in, let him go. Let let my people go. Give him a coaching job somewhere, somebody. They just don't. Just, just let him go. <laughs> let, him, let him go. Let him off. Let him off. Do you want a little sartorial corner? Go on, then. Strange one. I've noticed uh, Sterling Brown of the books, he sits on the bench... In his game jersey. You don't see that anymore. No. Have you noticed? No. They all wear these like warm ups. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. T shirts over the top or the sort of zip ups, whatever. Yeah. Remember back in the day, now everyone just sat in their uniform when yeah. you, you came over. He's the only one doing it. He sits for like a track and he just sits in vest, ready. He's ready like, to go. I like it. It's a, it's a neat touch. It must be confusing though nowadays because officials, I guess, when he stood up, yeah, yeah. they just see the jersey. Maybe, I don't know, is that why they stopped them doing it? But. It would make sense, but also again, like um, those arenas, especially if you're not heavy rotation minutes, you're going to go from warm to cold quite a lot. You'd be wanting to. But he's just there. You'd be wanting somebody to somebody to put a layer on to wick off that sweat and stuff. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Guns out. He don't care. Shout out to Sterling Brown. What else have we got? Oh, coaching changes. Coaching uh, changes. Yeah, when we last recorded last Wednesday, it looked like Ty Lue was nailed on for the uh, Lakers job. And, yeah. Uh, and he was disrespected by only being offered three fifteen million dollars for three years' work. And Jason Kidd is assistant. And Jason coach. Kidd waiting there as a Brutus to knife him in the back at some point. Which Ty Ty having knifed the previous coach in the back that, yeah. to get his job. Why decides that knows exactly that game. It was a dumb it was a dumb angle to run on him because he did that angle him. He played that shot himself not two years ago. At least he was gonna crash his car into ties and car park pissed up So yeah, TV's Jerry Seinfeld, aka Frank Vogel, uh steps in uh, miraculously after an unspectacular run in uh, Orlando, to say the least. Uh, and Steve Clifford's tell me, coming t- in. And, tell uh, me who had the spectacular run in Orlando, if you know what um, I mean. Penny and Jack? I mean, his last <laughs> sort of glorious moments were a Roy Hibbert-led Pacers team, which seems like a fucking decades ago. In, it does. Stylistically, in NBA terms. Yeah. Uh, I always liked him there, but um, yeah, he's never Two really been... Eastern Conference Finals. He's never really been an offensive guru, though, has he? No. Which, that's what Jason Kidd's there for. Yeah, that. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? What there? could possibly go wrong there? It's the <laughs> Lakers. What could possibly go wrong there? Uh, Cleveland have a new coach, um, John. I believe it's it's pronounced Beeline. Yes. So um, is he the Michigan one? He is the Michigan coach. He's about sixty-seven. Um, edu- eligible for a senior bus citizen pass. bus pass. There seems let's, like a good move. Let's give him a five-year contract. Seems like a good move. What yeah. Could possibly go wrong there. Um, good reputation by all accounts. I mean. I, Sure he is, in a different uh, sport. Don't know anything about college basketball as we say. So. In a different sport. Um, they come that way sometimes. Look at Rick Patino. No Memphis coach still. Uh, Finchy, Chris Finch, ex-Sheffield Shark, um, interviewed for the Minnesota job, which is encouraging. I know he's interviewed for jobs before, but um, with uh, as we alluded to on the last pod, Gerson Rosas, the ex-Houston guy, uh, now running things there. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we might see Finch on the sideline, um, which would be nice mm. um, as a man who is uh, a neighbour of my missus <laughs> many years ago. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, also, we're not. To Sheffield. And um, we're not. Be nice to see him. Some a new face on the sidelines, yeah. new ideas as well. It's, yeah, let's go after the merry-go-rounds and blokes who are nearly septuagenarians. <laughs> that might that might be might be a plan. It might be. Might um, be a plan. Anything else to add, Gav? Not really. We... Stuck into these uh, lack of sleep's killing me, and these late starts now. There's no early games, is there? From yeah, now. that's it. So um, they're, they're all four, like half one in the morning. It's a struggle to uh, stay awake. Yeah, Mike sadly not with us uh, this week. Big shout out to him. Um, read his stuff on Sky Sports, and but yeah, big shout mm-hmm. out to him. And um, hopefully we'll uh, have him back on the pod soon. And uh, love to all the tucks. Um, uh, so yeah, check him out at Mike Took Fifteen on on uh, on the Twitter for uh, all these Sky Sports NBA goodness. 
Check us out in all the usual places. Uh, SoundCloud. Um, sign up for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And check out the YouTube channel. That's been going crazy with uh, classic NBA games. Uh, hand in your requests on there and put in shed loads of old VHS footage up, which I'm slowly trawling through <laughs> in, the, in the lab here of an evening. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week for uh, conference finals coverage. Uh, heading towards the finals and whatnot. I imagine. Yeah. The Blazers. Well, they make a series of it. We'll see. Make a fist of it. Um, Until then, Gavin, thank you for your time. You're welcome. As uh, as always, peace out. So, yeah, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Check on your homies. Yes. Ring all your boys. Tell them you love them. And uh, be a friend. Everybody's got somebody they they know they need to check on. So, do it this week. Peace out. Peace out. Girl, you got me up Excited You make me wanna shout Girl, you look as sweet tonight You're fine every day, girl I love you.